We're going to jump right into the gospel lesson today, and it's a good one. This is a call story. Jesus is out there calling his disciples, and he starts with Philip. And Philip's call story is pretty simple. Jesus just says, follow me, and apparently Philip just drops everything and follows him, and good for Philip. Then Philip goes, and he tells Nathaniel that he's found the one. He says, we found him about whom Moses and the law and the prophets wrote. Jesus, son of Joseph from Nazareth, and Nathanael replies obnoxiously, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Now that is meant to be funny, but we might need to know a little context about that first. So Nazareth was right next to the city of Cana, and 2,000 years ago, Cana was a little bit bigger than Nazareth, and so it's kind of like if you're from Dallas, you sort of say, can anything good come out of Fort Worth? You know, it's one of those sister cities. Nowadays, Nazareth is gigantic and Cana is super tiny. But back in the day, Nathaniel had a little bit of pride about Cana and judgment about Nazareth. And yet, Nathaniel was beginning to understand that Jesus was here and doing something interesting, but not yet committed like Philip. Jesus calling the disciples is nothing new. We know these stories. We know that Jesus went around calling people to follow him, calling people to learn from him. And sometimes when people respond to Jesus, it's a little unbelievable, like Philip. When Jesus calls Philip and Philip drops everything, that's not really like us. I don't know that anyone in this room would have just turned, dropped everything and followed after Jesus. But now Nathaniel. Nathaniel has a more realistic, relatable kind of call story where Jesus says to Nathaniel, follow me. And Nathaniel thinks, wait a minute, I'm not really sure about you just yet. And Jesus begins to unpack what he knows about Nathaniel. And Nathaniel says, how do you know me? And then Jesus says, well, I saw you sitting under the fig tree, which freaks Nathaniel out because he was by himself. That's the kind of knowing that Jesus has about us. We you are known by Jesus. And being known, that's powerful. Being known deep down and honestly can also be a little off-putting and a little scary. Being known is not something that we're too good at. Yeah, we kind of, we're known often for the persona that we wish to project to everyone else. Like if we think about how people know us, most people probably know us the way we are just right now. You know, we got ourselves together. We're looking nice. We show up to church. That's the kind of known we like. We don't really want to be known in the messy way, in the mistake kind of way, in the way we look after we've been out too late at night and didn't get enough sleep. We don't want people to know us quite that well. And yet Jesus here today knows Nathaniel that well. Now for each one of us, in my experience at least, I think that we don't really prefer to be known that well. But there is a group of people who tend to look straight through the personas that we like to develop, and a group of people that can make even the most I don't know, secure adult, a little nervous. And that's a room full of children. Children, they see directly through whatever kind of nice persona that we develop and that we like about ourselves. And there was a recent study done where researchers brought a whole big group of elementary school children together and talked to them about what they think of adults. And the conversation got rolling and the kids were warmed up and the adults asked whether the children had opinions of the adults in their lives. And the children said that they believe that adults 
they don't know everything, and it's okay that they don't know everything, but they shouldn't think that they know everything. Adults just need to realize that they may have forgotten some stuff, said Ben. Adults can't think that they're just the best because they've already been through their childhood, noted Jamie. Harry pointed out, just because they're older and they've already been to school doesn't mean they paid attention in school. <laughs> and even Eve said, they say that they were once a child too, but because we're different, I think we should be allowed to have our own opinions. I agree with Eve. That's good. Now, if we jump back to the gospel, the idea of being known is really what Jesus rolls into with all of his disciples. Jesus points out what those people really don't necessarily want others to know. When Nathaniel realizes that Jesus knows him really well, when Jesus goes right down to his heart and soul, Nathaniel can't help but respond to this man who is speaking to him. Being known like that, that's a gift. It's a gift to us if we have the courage and the vulnerability to allow ourselves to be known. We see this kind of community support in our Old Testament lesson about Samuel and Eli. Eli being that old elder who is believed to be very close to God and Samuel being a child dedicated to God. Samuel was sent to learn from Eli, allowing Eli to form him over time. And Samuel hears God's voice, but doesn't quite understand that it's God. And so he runs to Eli and Eli says, go to sleep, which we can all relate to if we have children. But Samuel continues to hear God speaking to him. And finally, Eli realizes what's happening. And it's Eli who helps Samuel understand that God is calling to him. God is speaking to him. And it's Eli who says to Samuel, respond to God by saying, your servant is listening. Samuel may not have gotten there on his own. Samuel needed help. It's just like us. Left to our own devices, we're not going to kind of get there on our own. We're not going to discover and develop the faith that we have inside of us on our own. That's why we need each other. That's why we need a community like this. We are together here in this place. We are together here in this church, in this community, because we know by ourselves we're not going to really be able to hear God speaking. But together with one another, when we are really yoked to one another, when we can be known by one another, then we can help each other hear what God is saying to us. This past week, I was informed of a number of different impacts that our church have had over the last couple months and over the last year. And I was reminded just how powerful we can be in the world when we yoke ourselves together. Just in 2023, this community, this St. Michael community, touched the people in need among our community more than 9,000 times during the year. That's hospital visits. That's personal visits with people who have lost loved ones. That's support when someone gets a bad diagnosis. More than 9,000 times we have gone out and touched the people in this community. And just in the last couple months, basically from before Thanksgiving through Christmas, through a number of different agencies, probably more than I'm going to remember here, but Jubilee, St. Phillips, NDSM, VNA, the VA, Foster Elementary, Senior Source, and then through our mission partners in both Honduras and Bolivia, we actually impacted over 3,000 children and families and seniors 
here and abroad by doing things like giving food or meeting clothing needs or toys at Christmas. That's the kind of power that we can have when we actually join our gifts together. And that's the trick. Each one of us has gifts. God has given us rich gifts. And when God calls to us and asks us to use those gifts, it's incumbent upon us to respond, and we need each other to help us respond. Part of being in a community like this is rubbing up against each other in the safe way and challenging each other to actually do more than we think we can do on our own. Because by ourselves, we kind of think that we don't have enough, that we aren't strong enough, that we aren't good enough, that we can't really make a difference. And yet we know that together we can make a huge impact in the world. Right now, God is calling to you. Right now, you have gifts and capacities, talents that you can share, not only just here in this church, but way beyond our walls. You were created to make an impact. And when you listen to God's voice here among one another, here in this community, when you allow yourself the security and the vulnerability to let members of this church push on you and move you closer and closer, then using your gifts will become a joy. No longer will you be afraid of what you don't have, but instead you will celebrate what you have through Christ. As we begin to lean into this new year, know that each one of you is called to give and to give some more and to give in ways that might scare you and to give in ways that might push the limits of what you think is possible. Just remember, all things are possible when our faith in Christ is strong and when we work together. Amen.